the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Aldrin Sempia right here on SAFM we're in conversation next with Show and Bryce Peace, um, our SABC News correspondent based in the United States. So the French robot called Victor 6000 is being used to assist in the search of the North Atlantic Ocean's midnight zone after the Titan submersible went missing close to the Titanic wreck. A multinational search team is working to locate the vessel, which has five people on board. It lost communication on Sunday as it made a a descent on the wreck of the Titanic. The crew are thought to have just a few hours of oxygen left, but that was earlier on in the day. Sean Bryce is now joining us on the line show. And good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. I see even the U.S. Coast Guard are saying that they still remain hopeful. But what are other people saying? That is the message right now. The search and rescue operation, Aldrin, does continue. But as you correctly point out, uh, based on the estimates we've been referring to all week since this vessel disappeared on Sunday, 96 hours of oxygen on board that has now, uh, you know, based on all expert uh, uh, estimations, been depleted. Now, these are very uh, experienced explorers, divers on board this vessel. Have they mitigated this by you know, lowering the levels that they needed to consume uh, from from an hour to hour basis. We don't know. We don't have that uh, information because communication has been lost, right? I mean, the mothership uh, above the surface lost contact with Titan uh, hours into its dive down to to the Titanic. Uh, And as we understand, uh, for this vessel, Titan, to maneuver underwater, it has to receive navigation instructions from the mothership aboard. And of course, we're days now into uh, that loss of communication. So we literally don't know where this vessel is. There are various permutations. Is Did it implode uh, based on the pressure levels at 4,000 meters, four kilometers below the ocean surface? Is it stuck on the ocean floor, unable to maneuver? We now understand that the search area, Aldrin, has been expanded, has almost doubled So initially, we were talking about the size of the state of Connecticut. It's now the size of two states of Connecticut. Is it stuck in the wreckage, right? This is a very uh, old uh, Titanic wreckage, very rusted. Uh, Some speculation is that because this vehicle was built to get very close to the Titanic wreckage, is it stuck, uh, you know, under some falling debris? We don't know that. And then, of course, if it has lost its maneuverability, if it's lost power, uh, it would then be dependent on uh, ocean currents. Have ocean currents swept this vessel uh, even further away than the, than the two sizes of Connecticut. We just don't have the answers. But the official word, as you correctly point out, from the U.S. Navy, the Can- Canadian uh, Coast Guard, uh, and various other uh, agencies, of course, a multinational effort, is that search and rescue uh, continues at this hour. And with the with the vessels that will be used now with this particular search, how do, what do we know about the ability to communicate between the mothership as well as those vessels and whether these vessels also have the ability to go as deep as uh, 4,000 meters to the ocean floor? You, you mentioned this uh, French submersible robot vehicle called Victor 6000. Victor 6000 is a, is a, is a submersible robot uh, vehicle that can uh, sink to depths below where the Titanic currently is. The Titanic is at around 4,000 meters on the ocean floor. The, the Victor 6000 can dive to depths of 
at 6,000 meters. And we understand it can be remotely controlled. It has remotely controlled arms from a vessel above uh, the surface that can uh, cut cables and perform maneuvers to release, for example, a stuck vehicle, perhaps under some debris at the Titanic or on the ocean floor. We also understand that the Canadians have a remotely operated vehicle that is essentially, that has reached the ocean floor is, and is now searching this vast search area uh, for any signs of the Titan. So yes, they can be controlled remotely, but the point, uh, you know, the, the big question is, is, is once you find Titan, will you then have the capacity to bring it up to the surface? Remember what these uh, five uh, passengers aboard have been sealed in, the hatch has been closed from the outside. So there's no rescue that can happen at, at vast depths below the ocean surface. This uh, submersible will have to be retrieved, brought back to the ocean. We understand there is a a, a, a vehicle that can do this uh, de deployed by the US Navy that can uh, lift heavy objects from the ocean floor. But the process it's, you know, is how do you attach it to the cables? Will this be able to be done remotely? Remember, you're working at very, very complicated depths. So before anyone can emerge from the vessel, you then have to you know, uh, move it up to the surface. And all this is, is a race against time. And as, as, as we've been correctly pointing out, Aldrin, time is against us here. Yesterday, we touched a bit on accountability, and I see now um, that the family of um, the British billionaire um, accusing the Ocean Gate company of not alerting the U.S. Coast Guard in time. So immediately after losing contact, they didn't, they didn't alert the U.S. Coast Guard. And speaking here about the family of Hanish Harding. Yeah, you're correct, Aldrin. There were hours that passed before uh, the you, you know uh, official authorities were alerted to this missing vessel. I think OceanGate was trying to sort of salvage it uh, by itself, hoping that it would uh, return to the surface. But of course, as the hours ticked by, they they waited, and we don't understand why that might have been. Uh, the statement from uh, Mr. Harding's family, released by a company he chairs called Action Aviation, earlier said that the the Harding family and the team at Action Aviation are very were very grateful. Uh, for the kind messages of concern and support from friends and colleagues, but and they were very thankful for the continued efforts of the authorities and companies that have stepped in to aid in the rescue efforts. They said they put great faith and trust in their expertise, but one imagines that as time has passed here, more and more questions around how quickly this company uh, reacted, how quickly OceanGate reacted. And of course, this speaks to the broader uh, issue that we've been reporting on in terms of, of questions that have been ra were raised as far back as 2018 by uh, organizations like the Marine Technology Society that sent a letter to OceanGate, uh, quote, our apprehension is that the current experimental approach adopted by OceanGate could result in negative outcomes from minor to catastrophic that would have that would have serious consequences for everyone in the industry. So they were flagging their safety concerns. Uh, apparently, OceanGate did not receive industry standard certification for this vessel. Uh, this was an experimental vessel. We understand uh, it has carbon fiber walls capped with titanium domes. This is all experimental material. We understand. Understand. So when you talk about litigation, when you talk about the families, these are some of the questions that are going to feed into possible litigation moving into the future. As I pointed out to you yesterday, North America, America in particular, a very litigious society. You often hear about these multi-million dollar payouts. One imagines that something in the something similar will be in the offing once an investigation, of course, is complete. Thank you so much for your time. Show and Bryce Peace there, SABC News correspondent based in the United States. And it is believed um, that um, the oxygen that was in board the Titan has now been depleted.